Hello everyone, this is Isaac Petrie. Welcome to the podcast. Be ready to be encouraged and enlightened as we discuss spiritual solutions for everyday life. Well, hello and welcome back to the podcast again. I have some good stuff for you today because I'm going to talk about finding the flow for your cash flow. In other words, placement is crucial for you finding out where you have been placed in the economic system or in the job system, in the workforce. That's the most beneficial for you to have a cash flow in. And I'm going to explain all of this to you and it's going to be good. It's going to be eye opening to you because I want to make sure your 2020 is the most blessed year ever. I want you to increase more in 2020 than you've ever increased in your life and finding where you fit in the flow of cash flow is crucial for you. And so I want to dive into it. But before I do, I want to always encourage you to reach out to me at pastor at isaacpetrie.org and email me. Let me know what you're thinking about the podcast. I want them to be a blessing and I need you to help me spread the word because I believe these will be very empowering for people who listen to them. Now, what am I talking about? Finding the flow for your cash flow. I'm actually piggybacking off of a book. Uh, Most people have read Rich Dad, Poor Dad somewhere throughout their life. Robert Kiyosaki's amazing book. And he talked about the cash flow quadrants um, in his book. And he talked about the quadrant, which which dealt with um, the different methods in which income and money is generated. And. And he talked about four of them that you can either get money or income generated through a being employed or being B self-employed or C being a business owner. And then number four, by being an investor and that these are the four areas in which cash flows the four methods in which income or money is generated, either through being an employee, either being self-employed, either being a business owner or being an investor. And so placement is crucial because if you are in the wrong quadrant for your skill set and your gift, um, then you're going to struggle when it comes to cash flow. For instance, if you are an employee, but you really have the skill set and the ultimate gifting and calling to be self-employed, you're going to limit your income. Or if you're self-employed, but you but you really have the ability to have a full fledged business and turn that thing into a business thriving business, then you're going to limit your income because you didn't switch quadrants. And if you're trying to be a business owner, maybe that business didn't succeed because your strength is being an employee and helping somebody else's business flourish. And so you have to find these things because you can't become an entrepreneur just because you want to. You can't become a business owner just because you want to. You actually have to have that skill set. You actually have to have that gifting 
the the mental capacity, the the gifting capacity in order to be able to manage people and handle business and and have budgets and and you know have know how to manage income and hire and and know when to buy and when to sell and buy property and acquire all of that. Now you can get partnerships that can help you with all of those things, but ultimately inside you need some level of that acumen already in you in order for you to succeed in it. And so finding these quadrants and one of these ways I'm going to help you find it is I want to talk about the difference between a manager and a leader. Because when you understand your skill set and how you function, this kind of helps you to be able to know this. Um, Because if you're in a managing position, that means you're going to be used to help somebody else be great. That means you're going to be an amazing employee or you can even be self-employed to a certain degree. And I'm not saying that if you're a manager, you can't even be a business owner, but you're going to have to get somebody in there that can lead that thing and not just manage it and bring great vision to it and be able to be creative and come up with expansion and ideas for it. But I just want to throw these out. So these are not absolutes, but just certain things you need to look at so you can identify your skill set. Um, managers are people who are task oriented. And so you manage tasks, but you lead people. And and this is going to determine because the greatest business owners are leaders. They're not necessarily managers. They're visionaries. They're people who have great leadership ability to galvanize um, people for the cause of their business and motivate people to work for them and 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 build for them. Um, And so you lead people in your managed task. If you are a manager, then you're really not into people. You're not a good motivator of people. You're that's not your thing. You don't want to be a, a big visionary. You want to manage a task. And so managers are task oriented. Leaders are people oriented. Now, these are just two things I want you to look at now, and I don't want you to limit your scope to just these two things to determine which quadrant you belong in. But I do want you to see this so that you can understand how you flow. And so uh, managers and let me just say this. Sometimes you can have this in the same person. You can be an amazing leader and manager. But it's impossible to do both of them full time and take your company to the next level. That's when you're going to have to decide, Okay, do I need to step up and become a business owner and hire people to manage what I do? Because it's outgrown my capacity to do them both. And so these are just just a little measurements you need to take. So managers are task oriented. Um, And so managers deal with skills, they deal with processes, they deal with methods. Um, Managers are good IQ people. They're very intelligent. Um, They push the approach of a thing. They 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 always want to tell people what to do. They're they're into 
uh, being in authority so that they can manage tasks. They're into telling people what to do. They're into managing the task only. Most managers, <laughs> I have to say, are not that good with people because they're so task task oriented that their bottom line is the bottom line. Get the job done or give me somebody else that can get the job done. And so they're focused on the task and they have what most people call a push approach. They're always pushing to get it done, pushing, 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 pushing people finish, get that, take care of that. But then leaders are just a little different. The nuance is a little different because Managers are task oriented, but leaders are people oriented. That is not just about the task. It's about the person. It's about the development, the motivation, the building of the person. That's why a lot of managers can get frustrated with a leader. Because the leader is about the person. The manager is about the task. The manager ain't got time to be worried about all that. You should have had all that done with before I hired you, before you hired them, before you put me over them. I can't deal with these lazy people. I can't deal with them. I want them out. (laughs) Where you have the leader comes along and begins to want to just deal with people and, and develop people and motivate people and And, uh, you know, word about, you know, the mental, you know, stability of the person. And then so uh, managers are all about the skill of a person, but the leaders are about the behavior of a person. Managers, like I said, are all about the process. Get it done. Get it done. You don't have to like it. You don't have to like me. Just get it done. We don't have to like one another as long as you do your work. (laughs) <laughs> but but leaders are not like that. Leaders are more inspirational. They they want to lead through inspiring. They they want you to feel like doing it. They want you to 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 have an inspirational approach to it. And so they're great with camaraderie. They're they're great with all of that. And so um leaders are about empowering others. And so managers are not about empowering too much. Managers are about getting the job done. Whether I empower you, whether you're mad at me, as long as we get it done, it's a good day. Your manager will hug you after after just making you so mad you're ready to fight and hit them and they don't even know it because we got the job done. They happy. <laughs> they ready to go home. They didn't know you wanted to cut them. <laughs> and so the, the, these are just the, the, the mental makeups so that you can understand kind of where you fit in these quadrants. And so um, uh, managers are about telling people what to do. Leaders are about asking people to do it. Managers, like I said, have great IQ because it's all about the skill set for them. It's all about the ability to do it. But leaders are more EQ, which means they're about the emotional intelligence. And listen, if this is your first podcast, go back and look and listen to my my podcast on leverage, where I deal with the ability um, to have great EQ over IQ. And um, so go go back and listen to those podcasts. And then the manager has the push approach and the leader has the pull approach. Now, the reason you need to understand your mental makeup, it's because a lot of your mental makeup deals with your skill set and it's been inherently given to you by God. You might not know that. 
And so when you're dealing with an employee, if you take a person that's just an employee, that they don't really have the skill set to manage people, to lead people, then that person doesn't need to become self-employed. That person doesn't necessarily need to become a business owner. That person needs to use their skill set because they don't want the responsibility of all of that. They just want to do a job and do it in excellence and be great for their company. People can get wealthy like that. I don't want you thinking you can't get well. You take that company to the next level. You could get very wealthy being an employee if you use your skill set to cause increase to that company. Everybody can't lead that old saying too many chiefs, not enough Indians. And so somebody has got to serve. Somebody has got to have the skill set to say, I might not know how to run this. But you tell me how to run it. You tell me what you want. You tell me what you're trying to accomplish and I will help you get there. So being greatly successful doesn't mean you just run out and quit your job. It doesn't mean you just run out and try to start your business. Many people have done that and crashed and burned financially because that is not necessarily what is required. And so I don't want you to think that. Because you could be getting out of a quadrant that's going to bring you great increase. And then if you feel like, listen, I am not for just listening to people tell me what to do, going to work every day. I got too much vision. I got too much creativity. I believe I have the skill set to be able to take what is in me and put it out there to the world. And I believe I have an economy within myself then you're never going to be satisfied as an employee. You need to step out and become self-employed. You need to launch out in that entrepreneurial spirit and begin to try to, to manage yourself to the degree that you begin to bring income and increase into your life. And then for business owners, which is just a step above because you can be an entrepreneur and be self-employed, but that thing never outgrows you. Um, you know, but if you want to, to move it to the next level and become a business owner and create, create income for people where you're able to hire people and you're able to become a, a huge blessing in people's lives as they take your thing to the next level and expand the sphere and increase of it, then you have to know if you have that capacity. That means I don't want to be in the bog down day in and out of running stuff and all of that. This thing has outgrown me. It's increased me. I managed it for a while, but I believe I am much more suited for the big picture to be a visionary up top calling shots. And I believe that I have the skill set to manage money and property and buy and acquire things and grow that thing to the next level to the point where you are now in charge and you are the CEO of a company or a business. That's a skill set you have to have. You have to be an amazing leader to get that accomplished because you're going to have to be able to hire people who want to work for you. That you can negotiate salaries, you you know how to allocate resources and funds and and you know how to motivate and encourage people to get up every day to come work for you. 
I don't want you to just think of it in terms of a position. I want you to think of it in terms of a skill set to be able to do it. And then that last quadrant is investor. Now, the good news about an investor is everybody can be an investor and start residual income coming into your life by investing, whether it's high level stocks and and work really work in the stock market or, or partnerships, um, you know, going in in partnerships with um, other business people, other, you know, entrepreneurs, but becoming some kind of investor in your life where you have some residual income coming your way. And so I want you to think about this, find your strength where you feel like you fit. And as you develop, you might go from one of these quadrants to another, but this will help you find the area where you, where you are the most impactful because income follows impact. You do not get paid by the hour. You get paid by the value you bring to it. And I'm telling you, you're going to make an impact in the area in which your skill set works the best. And so I pray that this was a blessing just a little bit for you to kind of identify your skill set, your giftings, how you flow, what you function, what you're good at, what you're not good at. And like I say, some of those that have stepped out and tried to become a business owner and failed or maybe were tried to become self-employed and failed. Sometimes it's not that you necessarily failed. It's that you stepped out of a quadrant. Maybe you're going to be a great number two for somebody. Maybe you're going to be able to be a supervisor and, and help another company manage their greatness. And so I want you to just think about these things so that you can find the flow for your cash flow in 2020. And so I want you to be blessed. I am out of time. Uh, you know, this is passionate for me. I spent just a little bit more time on this because I want you to be in the vein in which the increase is coming into your life. So listen, until next time, be blessed. Keep sharing these podcasts. We got to get the word out to the people. And so leave a review and let me know what you think about it. Until next time, be blessed. I pray you were blessed by today's podcast. Take a moment and subscribe to it and review it and share it with someone else so that we can stay connected. Be blessed.